Hello there, and you're very welcome to another episode of the Arkham Avengers FFPL podcast. You join me, the host, along with Eamon, Hector, and Captain Fantastical Mick, where we take a look to see how the managers in this league are getting on for the season. However, we'll also be talking about much more. So kick back, stay tuned, and enjoy. And you're most welcome to another episode where we're going to do a recap of the 2022-23 season for the Arkham Avengers Fantasy Football League. Last week we took a look at Kane's Keeper, Taiga, and Arkham Avengers. This week we will be taking a look at fourth place Lafayette Lions, fifth place the Good, the Bad, and the Goalie, and sixth place best season ever. Joining me on the panel this week are Eamon and Hector. Hello to both of you, and how are you? Uh, I'll go first, Hector, is that right? Yeah, that's fine, Eamon, you go first. I- I'm happy to be here taking a look at uh, the next three teams. I watched the Champions League final, thought it was an enjoyable match, end-to-end at times, and it was finally balanced when Man City went to goal up. I did think that Inter Milan did not ease up, and there was a lot of talk by people saying that City's pace, their bench would wear Inter out. But I didn't see that. Inter put it up to Man City. And the dying moments of that match, Man City were under pressure. Inter were in you know, their box. They were taking shots. And City looked to be just hanging on a little bit there. However, there were the winners. A great goal scored by Rodri there. And what Man City have done now, if they've achieved the treble, it's two English clubs that have managed that there. And nobody can take that away from them there. And of course, uh, I've been relaxing. I have Pat Nevin's book, The Accidental Footballer, to read. It's a book that's been on my radar for a while. And I'm getting around to picking it up now to have a read. And, and by the way, he actually, he has a, a new book out called Football and How to Survive It. And uh, any listener wants to drop that in for me to read, I have no mind in that. I'm only joking. I, I, I go down to one of the bookstores and get that myself. Excellent stuff, Eamon. Thank you for that there. Now, I'm glad to hear all is well in your camp. Hector, can I say any news with you? How are things? Yeah, uh, I, I be well. I was in Mayo last Saturday and visiting friends and all was good. It was nice. Like Eamon, I also looked at the Man City Inter Milan match. A great event, although. I think there was, uh, while the football was good and there was plenty of action, there seemed to be an awful lot of talk in the build-up to this with fans trying to get out from Istanbul to the uh, Atatürk uh, Olympic Stadium where the final was being held. And uh, There seemed to be a lot of queues, a lot of congestion, people abandoning cars from what I hear, trying to get lifts. And I would have thought that when Liverpool were playing out there in Istanbul and there were people having to walk kilometers to get back into Istanbul, and the UEFA would have thought that I think there's only just the one train track to go out there and then there's the road. But there is need, maybe need to have a look at the infrastructure, especially going to have big matches like that. There, it, it, it takes away from the event, I think, myself there. Um, but, you know, all if, other than that, are very good. Eamon, you mentioned your reading book there. That is the the, the, the footballing book. Uh, perhaps maybe I could borrow it when you are finished. And, uh, yes, indeed, Hector. And gosh, you know, if you if you are interested in reading a, a book, there's two books that I could give you to read. 
They're very interesting football books, well-structured and, and very well put together. Mm, uh, I see you. Yeah, look, trust me, it's not a problem, Hector. I can give you these books here. I have them to hand and the, the books, the titles of the books, I don't know, maybe, perhaps maybe you've heard of them before. One of them is called Only a Game, the Diary of a Professional Footballer. Have you heard of that? I can't say I have. Okay. Maybe you've heard of the other one, The Rocky Road. I thought it the wrong blanket too. Yeah, well, I think if you haven't read them, if you haven't heard of them before, I think you'll enjoy the author. He's he's very good. I'll drop them into you during the week, if that's right. Uh, amen. Thank you. This is so kind of you. You're, you're giving me something to read. I'm touched. That's not a problem at all. As I said, I think you'll enjoy the author. Lads, of course, and our listeners, you may have noticed that Captain Fantastical Mick is not with us this week. I heard during the week, and correct me now if anybody knows different on this, it's going about that Mick is going to do a parachute jump and let's talk about Charlie Bird, the former RTE reporter, joining him. Ah, stop it. Stop it. Nah, listen, that's all news. That stuff was faffing about there about a year ago. Well, I thought so. But I heard Mick commenting about this himself. Um, he was on the phone after the previous show and was talking about this. Now, I didn't get a chance to talk to him any further, but he, he did mention about doing a jump. Now, we probably have to ask him about this when he's back in the studio. Yes, Hector. You're, you're saying that Mick is going to jump ship? It, it just means he is left for another show? No, no. Oh, no, no. No, no. Not that. No. No, he hasn't jumped ship. Well... Not as far as I know, unless you know something different about this. He was talking about doing a parachute jump, and I know there was talk about him doing one with Charlie Bird. Now, it was rumoured, and nothing further than that, but Mick did say something about doing a parachute jump, and they sort of linked up there together. There's nothing about that. I can't see that happening there. No, Charlie would not be going in for that there, and whatever about Mick, that's an editing there. Yes, Hector. Uh, uh, Maybe when evening Mick... He's not jumping ship, maybe he's jumping, or he thinking he's gone, got the job in the, what you call it, that show, the, the early late show, the, the job that I was going for? Or you mean the late late show? That's the show, yes, that is it. I'm not too, I don't think he's, he's got that job there, and actually, come to think of it, we never actually heard the outcome about your attempt when applying for that job as the presenter of the late late show. Clearly Hector's attempt didn't amount to much because Patrick Keelty got the gig. Uh, sorry, who, 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 who would you say? Who is this? Patrick Keelty. Have you heard of him? I have not heard of him. Who, who, who is this guy? Well, he's an Irish comedian and he's a television personality in his own right. He's from Northern Ireland. He has the job? Yes, he got the job. I know nothing about this PK man. When did this happen? Yeah, Hector, sure, that was announced about two weeks ago. Where have you been? I, this is news to me. I thought the RTE was still looking at my application that I sent in. I, I, I even sent them in a clip of my Hector Salos. I, they, how could they do this to me? This is not, uh, how you say, fair. I put him for a job. I would do a good job at it. And now you say this PK man has taken over. Well, Hector, there's an old saying. One moment you're a king of Hector's hellos. And the next, Patrick Kilty takes the late late show seat from under you. Amen. You're not helping me here. Well, could I suggest maybe, and this might cheer you up a little bit, would Mick and yourself do a parachute jump? I don't like heights. Well, maybe we could talk about that after the show here. I think it's time to move on to a recap. 
Yes, I think so too. And uh, maybe we could forget about some of this stuff at times. It's hard to when Hector keeps bringing it up. Well, I think that's the end of the Late Late Show as far as I'm concerned. And I think our listeners will be concerned about this. That we don't need to talk about it again, do we? Well, I have to say, I still am, how you say, uh, knocked down, floored. That is it. Yes, I am the floored when I hear about the show that I thought I was going to get a chance to to, to present is now gone to someone else. What is this place turning into? Okay, well, on to the recap there. Let's take a look at Lafayette Lions. They finished the season in fourth place and they had 2,391 points. Hey, man. And yes, certainly they did better than their first season. This is only their second season in the Fantasy Football League. The first season they got 2,186. It's an improvement. They had 46 transfers and they lost 52 points as a result of transfer activity. And they played their first wildcard in game week 5. Then they played a free hit in game week 12. Their second wildcard was played in game week 22. And in game week 29 they decided to opt for a bench boost. And their bench brought in a total of 19 points. As for the triple captain, Lafayette Lions played this in game week 32 and they selected Salah got 21 points. And their highest position in the 22-23 season was third and their lowest position was 17th. And they held fourth place over different parts of this season for a total of 15 weeks. Their, their best run was between game week 5 and game week 8 and their worst run was between game week 26 and game week 29. I've no doubt this manager was aiming to build on their third place finish last season, which was a, which was a good achievement for them. I think though, losing 20 points in game week 29 and another 12 points, especially in game week 38, didn't help. And I think that scuppered them, that put a hole in their, their canoe. And I get the feeling that it was a case there was nerves at play here. They were nervous, they were under pressure and they made a few bad decisions, a few bad shots here. However, it's a top five finish. Let's not take anything away from that there. Also, you have to consider this. They were in third place going into game week 38. And it's just the way that the, the transfers went and the points and the players that they were pipped by a better manager. I'd expect that this manager is going to go away over the next few weeks and possibly will be looking at tactics, especially the transfer market is now opened. We're seeing players moving around from teams, players coming in, players going. And I think they'll settle themselves and they'll, they'll sit down to have a look and see, okay, what can they change here? And I think losing points like that will be something they'll change. Thank you for that there, Raymond. And Hector, will we turn our attention to the good, the bad and the goalie? Yes, they had a season total of 2,380 points and the personal best for them. They had 44 transfers this season and they lost 36 points. Game week 14 was uh, when they played their first wildcard. Then they played triple captain in game week 20. They opted for the Haaland and got 24 points. Game week 29, the manager said he would want to play the bench boost and they got 12 points. Not great. 12 points, not very good. The free hit was played in game week 34 and then they played their second wildcard in game week 35. Their highest position, they did get into first place and they held first place for six weeks. And then their lowest position was 14. They were in 
third place in the league table at different periods, but altogether they were in third for 15 weeks. Their best run, their, their best game week run here in this, this season was between game week seven and the game week 13. And their worst run was between the game week 29 and the game week 33. The question for this manager is what went wrong between the game week 29 and the game week 33? And that cost him the third place from what I can see. They are experienced. They should have been in a position. I should know how to stop this slide, but they don't. They could not stop this slide. And I think problem here is they play second wildcard in game week 35. They could have played that maybe much sooner. And also they play free hit in game week 34. So they have free hit in game week 34. And then they have wildcard in 35. Too close for my liking. Too close. I think they took their eye off the ball and they were not able to get back on track. They weren't able to get back in the race. Really, I suppose it's the way you would do it. And I think they will need to apply themselves in the next season because they're going to face real stiff competition from other managers now. We are seeing the quality of managers rising here. The Tayega, the Gaines, the Keeper, Lafayette are there, even Arkham Avengers. They are all there. The good, the bad, the goalie will not be finding it too easy to be getting up here into the top three. And finally on this episode, we'll take a look at best season ever. Eamon, would you like to talk to us about this team and this manager? They ended this season with 2,359 points, and this is uh, somewhat behind their 2020-21 total when they had 2,375. I know there's not much in it, but they were lower there. They had a total of 35 transfers and they didn't lose any points with their transfer activity. The first wild card was played in game week 5 and in game week 12 they played a free hit and the bench boost was played in game week 16 and their bench boost got them a total of 18 points. Not particularly too bad but again I think it's a little bit on the low side there. Their second wild card was played then in game week 22 and in game week 34, they went with their triple captain and they decided to play Halland and that got them 48 points there. Their highest placing was fifth, which they held for a total of three weeks altogether and their lowest ranking was 15th. Their best run, and this is the funny thing here with this manager this season, their best run consisted of three week spurts. Th- three weeks between game week seven and game week nine, then dip in game week 12 to game week 14, they had another three weeks. Game week 29 to game week 31, another spurt. And then dip and then game week 33 to game week 35, another spurt there. The worst run, again, was made up of two-week segments. We're talking like game week 3 to game week 4. Then they decided to get their act together. Then it was game week 10 to game week 11. Then a dip in form. Then game week 36 to game week 37. I think that they took too long to get into this season to get their season kicking in action here it was game week 19 before they got to fifth place and then instead of moving into the top three they just stalled it's like all their effort went into getting to fifth and they had nothing left in the tank there yes let's applaud them for going through this season without losing any points on the transfers but I actually think that cost them at the end of the day. They didn't invest in the players. They didn't use that initiative to lose a couple of points to get more points. And sometimes you need to freshen things up and you need to fight and you need to apply the knowledge there. That for me is lacking with this manager this season here. And 
I also think that the legacy of this season may have a longer effect than any of us can envisage. There's a big lesson to be learned for this manager. We're going to have to see how they respond. Okay, so that's fourth, fifth and sixth place. On our next show, we'll be taking a look at Raglan Road, Blightsome Squad, Max Manifort and What a Beauty 99. Now over to you, Hector. Thank you very much. Uh, you're a very kind host. And a very big hello and welcome to Hector's Hellos. Uh, we can give shout out to our listeners in Frankfurt on Main, Nixon, Missouri. We have listeners in Italy, over in Malta, uh, South Africa. Our listeners in Los Angeles, in Brazil. Hi, mom. I'll be home in a few weeks. And uh, we have our listeners in Chile, Australia, Japan. Then we have our listeners here in Ireland, in Longford, Galway, Monaghan, Cavan, Belfast, uh, Dublin. We go over to England with the listeners in Chester, Manchester, Ipswich, Birmingham. We have listeners in Glasgow, Paris, and we also have the listeners in Portugal as well. Great stuff, Hector. And as always, it's nice to know that our listeners are tuned in around the world listening to us. Can I say a big thanks uh, to yourself, uh, Hector, and to Eamon for all your comments and analysis. Uh, Your input is always valuable. It's always welcome here. And as we wrap up today's show, uh, thank you again, listeners, for joining us. And we will have more chat and discussion on our next episode. It will be out next week there. And all that remains for me to say is have a good morning, a good afternoon, a good evening, a good night. Take care of yourselves. Stay safe and we'll be back. Sloan.